Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Make Do. I'm Tiff Arment. And I'm Julia Scott. And today we're live and in person and <laughs> we're on in the my same room. couch in the and hotel part of, room. Part of me was like, I think it was CGP Grey who at one point, uh, when people were at, I think, WWDC was like, we need to be in separate hotel rooms. I can't look at you while I podcast. <laughs> I'm going to look you right in the eye. Oh, no, don't. Deep into your eyes. I also feel like... Look at me. <laughs> when we record separately you can't tell that i'm rude and interrupt a lot because i can edit that out now um, i'm also rude i like to be pushy when i talk <laughs> so it's it's good that we're both type a good girls <laughs> type a pod girls <laughs> Truth. yeah no, and it's it's been really fun to to talk to you mouth to mouth ear to ear i don't know Whoa. exactly what like <laughs> how does that do nope Nope. No fan art, please. No. Maybe we'll cut that out. But no, yeah. it's been really fun to like be in the same place. Yeah, I like hanging with you. You're my friend. We're hanging out. We are doing pen stuff and arty stuff and just having a nice chill weekend where we get to talk about pens and art and, and things. And ink and stuff. And mm -hmm. thank you to everyone who said hi to us at the pen show. Yep. And we have stickers. We, is... I was going to say we have the best podcast stickers i want to like it doesn't have our name on it so you just kind of have to know it's just the logo art yeah, yeah and i want cool like, like that i just want to airdrop them everywhere they're so great they're like uh, <laughs> die cut vinyl stickers i love them i left a whole bunch on the knock table and they were gone so good good, go. good good yeah <laughs> so um do you want to talk about what you've bought or is that embarrassing yeah let's not talk about that <laughs> no no we don't need to talk about that it'll it'll slowly trickle on to instagram and that's fine <laughs> but it's also fun because you get to meet um if, if you haven't heard the episodes from last year's pen show when we talked to different kinds of makers you really should but regardless it's just fun to see people making so many different things like the blown glass pen stands and like little pen rests i'd get you I guess you'd call them and machined metal and machined wood and on Pottery. top of that pottery i brought some pottery <laughs> we're convincing we're trying to get julia to have a table next year of her pottery because they're very pen oriented uh but uh yeah no i'm considering it or maybe like the san francisco show next year or something or this year i think it's too late to get a table this year but yeah but you need a you need a, a contact to ship all your wares to mm -hmm. so atlanta's yeah. easy with that <laughs> true no but you know what i mean like you see all these people a you get to see a lot of um you know, both modern and vintage design, which is really cool. But all these makers who are thinking of all these different ways to do stuff, mm -hmm. to make and do. Oh, totally. And oh, it's and, just... uh, for those of you who are wondering, I know you were all on the edge of your seats with bated breath to find out if I got the black and white vase. I did. I did. I have it. It's mine. <laughs> and I'm very... It's in her sweaty little palms. <laughs> hey, I don't know what my palms <laughs> feel like. So uh, you, a couple of days ago, you finished a big oil painting. I did. Of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's out there now. Yeah. Yep. My butt is out there. Yeah. Because uh, you, you were inspired by a photo that I posted like a couple of years ago of when of I which went... your butt was not out. I added the butt. Yeah. It was so my the butt, the butt is like visi butt visible slightly below the surface. But <laughs> depending on when the picture was taken, my butt could have been floating higher as well. So, um, but it was, it was funny because I loved watching not just because it was my butt, but I loved watching the prog. I love that you do progress shots on your stories. And I know that you, you felt like you had some trouble with it. Um, and yeah, then there was definitely a point where I wanted to just set it on fire, <laughs> like just go into the studio, take it out back, beat it up a little bit and light a match and set it on fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, I post them, but every single time I post them, I feel embarrassed. 
and I almost close my eyes and push the button or like even just putting the finished product up on the feed when I was like, you know what? I can't, if I touch this painting anymore, if I add anything more to it, I'm just going to wreck it uh, from where I am. It's like, it's just getting worse with every stroke instead of better. <laughs> so I just had to finish it regardless of how done I really think it is. Cause I wish it could have been more than it is, but I needed to stop and putting that up on even my Instagram feed, like not just in stories. Stories feels a little bit more like it's still scary, but it goes away. Mm-hmm. But actually putting up in the feed, I like basically closed my eyes and hit the button. I was so nervous to put it up there, but there it is. And, and I, I love like <laughs> I just I love the way that you paint water. Like I'm so amazed button you got a comment on Instagram as well of someone is saying like I live by the water and I'm very picky about how water gets illustrated but this is amazing that was the most incredible comment I still don't quite believe it I I just I nod my head and I'm like thank you but I just I could see so many ways I could do it better I well, I mean, I think that's better. always the part of me is like self. If you couldn't see the the possibility of improvement, you wouldn't be with like all that stuff. But <laughs> I just part of me. I don't know if it's a friend thing or an art thing, but I'm like, shut up, you're good. Like it. it first, I can't look at you right now. First, it makes me <laughs> angry that you're so good. <laughs> Because I'm like, no, no, I don't like it when other people are good at things. We've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, but then I also like it makes me a little bit not angry, angry. But I'm like, why can't you see that it's good? I don't I don't know. Because I can see th- where that I can be so much better. Well, that's not the same thing, though. That doesn't mean <laughs> bad. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously I have some pride in the stuff that I've been producing because I put it out there and I don't hide it and take it out in the back alley and set it on fire. Well, I guess those pieces you haven't seen. <laughs> I did do. But it's it's just I want it to be better I don't know like in my brain it's better and every time it comes out and I'm like I just want it to be better and hopefully it will it will get better right like it was better from where it was last year so that's always good and I was I was thinking about this recently and that uh, for the longest time I thought that you know people have a general level of artistic ability And what I would think of it as is that like, if you're really, really good, you're just automatically really good. And Mm -hmm. we've talked about this before. And it really wasn't until I actually started practicing and wanting to get better and had the drive to get better that I really realized that, yeah, practice really does change the outcome. Like the more and you do it, the better it does get. And like, I could even look at something as simple as the Pokemon drawings that I do in my son's lunchbox. Like I can sketch out a basic shape from looking at a reference image much faster now than I could have before. Before it was like, you know, it it could have taken me sometimes an hour to get the right shape, just constantly like line erase, line erase like this. I couldn't even figure out how to draw a horse at all proportionately to make it look like a horse and not like a chair or a couch. Like it (laughs) it was really, really difficult. But now I've I've been doing it every single day and I'm like, Oh, okay. This line goes this way and this curve goes that way. And that makes this perspective feel this way. And it's like, wow, I really did teach myself that it was a practice and it was a learning. So anyone else out there who is like, you look at stuff that someone has accomplished and you're like, wow, I have, you know, that's all that's, I can't just do that. It's like, no, I didn't just do that. <laughs> like it was no, exactly. a lot of and practice. I, think, I think what's really hard to remember sometimes is that I, I, I at least think that, what can be really different is like your starting point Mm -hmm. like you can have 
innate talent or yes. innate artistic or innate ability to see lines or copy lines. But then once you practice, like I, I have a very hard time believing that people have a natural stopping point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you practice and practice, it might take one person longer. And that might be either because they need more practice or because they don't have the personality type to just stick at it. But I have had such a hard time believing that like if one person starts at, I don't know, three out of 10 scale and one person starts at six, you the first person could never get higher than us. Like that just doesn't make sense to me if you really do practice. Yeah. And there's also the the drive, right? Like there has to be the desire and the will to want to do it or the, the comfort in, in feeling comfortable with like a medium. You know, like I tried doing uh, pastels and other things and it's like I just didn't feel connected with that medium at all so I never had the desire to get any better with any of those but when you find one that you're comfortable with it that desire is there but I mean and that's not to diminish the people that are absolute masters of their craft because of just a ton and ton of practice but also very deep talent because there are those just absolutely exceptional people out there yeah but it and we all want to be them. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say anyone can draw Pokemon. And I don't mean it in the like in the dismissive way. I mean, like there are a lot of skills that like most people can get to at least, I don't know, an eight or mm-hmm. if we want to measure it, like you can get to a point where you can do like figurative drawing. You can figure out how to draw a body. And yeah, my, my people are still monsters. <laughs> I need to cover them up with water and just have their butts out. Like, that's about it, as far as I can go. It's a, it's a, it's a good wheelhouse to have. Yeah. Uh, no, but you know what I mean? Because it is really easy to be like, no, like you, you, it all, some people are just born really, really talented and then they can get to a 12 out of 10 because of that. And yeah, it's unfair. Some people are super talented. Some people have the drive or... Uh, have access to the to oil paints when they're eight but (laughs) nonetheless no I I do have a question for you now that we are here together uh it's kind of inspiring this question and also just being around a lot of artistic and creative people whether they're using their the pens that they're buying at the show for um writing or drawing the idea of a public display of your art in a way of um let me rephrase that a public display of producing your art. So going downstairs and being quote unquote social by sitting in the corner and drawing while there are other people around, someone can come up to you and like kind of see what you're doing. And then also I like to draw on the plane and on when you're on a plane, you're generally sitting next to somebody. They're obviously going to stare at your brightly shining screen while you draw something. It's, that was always really intimidating to me and I would much rather like hide out in my room and draw. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm at a conference slash event and I'm here to be around people who I am get like, it. My, yeah, who get it. And so I should go and put myself down into the lobby and be quote unquote social <laughs> by drawing while other people are also drawing or writing. And that was always a really difficult thing for me because I'm uh, I know the whole thing is a process and most of the time I'm like, don't look at me, don't look at me. <laughs> but yet I want to like be here around everybody. And I also have that fear of, am I being a, Hey, look at me, look at me kind of person where it's like, look what I'm doing. I'm down here drawing. I'm so artsy. Like come on over and check out my <laughs> stuff. Like I don't want to be that person either. So it's, it's like, I don't know, finding that that balance of it. And it, it is scary to me to be down there and 
draw something, but I did yesterday. Like I went down and I I was drawing on my iPad and yeah, we, it actually, was like a whole uh, thing. Pontus and I passed you, and I was like, because oh, Pontus said, "Oh, she's drawing." And it was like, should we say? I was like, "No, we shouldn't bother her. She's she's drawing. We should leave her to it." <laughs> yeah, no one came over, which was actually kind of great because I was listening to a podcast and I had in the earbuds and it basically like, "Don't talk to me, face," because I get a really angry face when I'm concentrating, <laughs> which I know a couple of people You're in your artsy bubble. Yeah. I mean, I, I got a comment of, uh, well, Mike said, um, he was like, you looked like you were in the zone, which I, I know is kind of code for you looked super peeved that you were drawing. <laughs> but do you feel though? Cause just I totally, resting I, face. I totally get that. Cause like it can be nice to sit and draw just to like chill out for a minute. And on top of that, when you're, like you said, in this context where there's a lot of arting and writing going on and people want to see both like your tools and your your um, the results I guess mm-hmm. do you ever feel that um either on the plane or here that you, you need to like think about what you're drawing like it's it's that it's like either good or cool enough if someone walks by and asks to oh, see what yeah. it is we're like well I can't just doodle doodle even though that's what I want to do right now or like <laughs> I can't I don't know I can't draw Pokemon because that's not serious or like I can't maybe draw butts on the plate is actually a different question it's more of like avoiding the butts like i i'm probably not going to try out some figure drawing while chilling on the plane like that would just be uncomfortable because i'm not very good at it i I feel like if i was good at it i might do it so i tend to pick things that i know i can succeed at both for my own ego and for the display kind of um, performance aspect of it and that and that's where i'm getting at is like the balance between i just kind of want to work in a social situation a social situation or I want to show off and perform and it's like I don't want to perform I just want to be around everybody but I don't want to be treated like I'm doing a performance but yet I kind of am and I want to know how you felt about that which was I guess this giant thing I ended up not asking you a question now I'm asking you the question do you feel that way like do you want to draw perform in front of people or write perform or like you know do that kind of stuff or do you just want to be like I feel just want to be around people and do this hobby thing that you have that is innately kind of a solo private hobby both I think I think it it very much depends on the situation like sometimes and sometimes also like I just want to like doodle or create things to keep my hands occupied and be more social social or I'm just like I need to let my brain wind down for a few minutes and, and, and actually do go into that sort of arty makey bubble. Um, but it's hard not to be judged by that or, th- or always be conscious that you are being judged. So it's yeah. like, I don't want to doodle something bad. And then everyone's like, Ooh, like, yeah, you know, they, they glance over and they're like, that's terrible. Cause I think also <laughs> part of it is, I can't remember if we've talked about this on or off mic, but when, when I was a kid, I had that identity of like, I can draw. Mm-hmm. So you get that thing of like people will crowd around you and be like, draw this, draw that. Like it's it, And sometimes I get that feeling in both a positive and a negative way. And so that's the sh- performance. Yeah, right? exactly. Where you're like, look, I can draw. Even if you're not like showing it to people, mm-hmm. even though my inner achiever is like, hey, look, I drew a pony. <laughs> Don't draw <laughs> ponies because like they're a, so hard. That doesn't look like a couch. It probably would look like <laughs> a, a weird psychedelic couch. But but you know what I mean? But at the same time, you kind of do want like part of me, the, the, the like eight year old in me wants someone to come over and be like, hey, what you're drawing? You're like, nothing much. I'm just doodling. And then they're going to be like, oh my God, it's so good. And they're they might or they might not. Oh, yeah. I mean, the compliments are real awesome. Like, <laughs> I, I, I got it. Like, no, even even if you don't think it's great when you get a compliment, it's always 
good. Like, I don't know. It always makes me feel good, but I'm not doing it for the compliments, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm mainly doing it because I, I just want to do it. But at the same time, you know, yeah, those, those I think compliments it's, it's, are nice. It's this weird, like, mental many layers of where you're like, I want the compliments, but they don't matter. But I don't want other people to think I want the compliments, but I don't want people to think, like, you get all of these, like, but I don't all want of these people butts to in there. <laughs> but I don't want people to think I'm bad either. Yeah, so like, it's like I want only the good compliments. So I'll be sure to draw something like that I know the, I can on do. On the third or fourth hand, this is also how, how I feel. <laughs> it's so complicated. It's there's so many layers yeah. to it. With, whenever... with knitting, you get a lot of that, like knitting in public, because with knitting, even more so. Most of the time, you're just like you. You don't need people to talk about it unless you're again in a nitty makey context where you're like, I just want something to do with my hands while I'm waiting for my doctor's appointment or I'm on the train or whatever and it is one of those things that people react to and want to a lot of the time like talk about even if all they're saying is like oh I used to do that my grandma used to do that that's mm -hmm. nice color what's that going to be you know that kind of thing and then so sometimes it is actually something that I consider like am I like mentally and and socially up for possibly interacting about this or do I just like do a podcast and bring a fidget toy instead you know yeah and beyond being in my own head about this whole performance aspect of just doodling essentially it's also when I've seen other people do that and they have the right attitude about it I'm just like that person's so cool like they're so cool I want to be their friend and I want to be them and let's like I just want to be that you uh, turn into the other kid who's like hey what you drawing can you draw me a pony <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like they're there with like their headphones on and they just look so arty and cool and they have the cool messed up bag and there's like you know smudges of stuff all over the place and you're just like ah oh, I want to be you you look so <laughs> awesome right now and it's like that idea of seeing that person being so creative in a public space and looking so darn cool about it in both the mental aspect and the physical aspect of it. And it's like, I can't help but be like, I want to be you. Like, I want to be that cool person that just looks like they're chilling in the coffee shop, not caring, drawing something like totally awesome in a sketch pad and just enjoying their day but yet I have all of these like oh does it look like I'm trying too hard am I trying too hard I don't really want anyone to look at this like I feel like there's so many things going on in my head that I can never be that cool but yet do I look that cool like you probably do <laughs> you probably because something that I've also realized especially with like uh like quick works like little doodles or like more cartoony stuff or like quick little paintings where I will see other people's simple projects and be like wow that is so cool I can't believe they did that that is like I really like that that makes me happy that's and like I will do things that are not necessarily similar but like in that same vein or grouping and I'm like oh this is so stupid this is so simple I couldn't I couldn't post this this is <laughs> and like I can't that's such it's such a disconnect and I think mm -hmm. it's kind of the same way about that thing of like sitting there and drawing where, the, where other people will see like oh she's you know she has her headphones in she's doodling it looks fun and you can't see that yourself mm -hmm. you can never like yeah I'm wondering if the person that I'm envying and think, thinking is like the coolest of the cool cats that I've ever seen is also like inside their head like just tons of anxiety like oh my god is everyone looking at me do I look cool enough am I sipping my coffee wrong like oh my god did I just do that this is this is an ugly thing I'm doing I should flip the page so no one can see it like well, here's, here's the thing they're where, also like just ping-ponging all over the place well right? here's the thing again like and it, it it is this thing where I'm like shut up you're good where I am so in awe of 
so many of your paintings like where I'm both like wow that water looks amazing but I'm also part of me and this is for me personally and I'm sure but I'm sure that other people agree too where I'm like and you finished it you had the patience to get through all of these I hate this this is horrible stages and even when it was going well you just you finished it to its actual natural conclusion because with with oils and many other but specifically oils like because you did that over like a period of weeks weeks uh and not not just because you have limited studio time but because it takes time you have to work at it and both of those things i'm so impressed by and then again like i come back to like i'm like why can't you why do you think that you're not an artist why do you not get it that you're good and like i can also see like not necessarily flaws but i can be like okay i like this is maybe I know maybe you need to practice hair or whatever it might be like I can see stuff that like either I would change or improve upon or maybe even just have done differently it's not even like a value judgment but at the same time I'm like but it's so good and not just like oh she's better than me that means it's automatically good because that's that's I think a trap that is easy to fall into like I can't do hands so automatically this person is better than me but I don't know and I'm like stop it you're you're cool you're good (laughs) I mean, we're all dorks. And I that's just okay. Cool. <laughs> um, and I think that a lot of people, and not just the people, like we talked about in a previous episode, not just the people who you know who follow you who don't follow a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. I think that other creative people will look at your things and be like, "That is good. I like and appreciate that. It has good technique." And also, part of me again, just like, and she finished it, which is a bigger <laughs> deal than you might think with art sometimes. I. Uh my brain just remembered something that I also wanted to talk to you about in that there is this really cool Instagram account where I, I just recently came across it and and he does all of these poured art pieces and Mm -hmm. he calls it fake art and he's going to have this big um, opening about it. And he constantly is getting messages that his art is fake and anyone can do it. And like a kid could do it. And it's so interesting because it's, it's all poured and it's all like it's not fake art it's, it's real because it's art. there and he's he thought to do it and he's like rigged up because that's the thing i always feel stuff when people say my kid could do that or i could do that i often feel like sort of a meme answer is yeah but did you yep yeah. and with a lot of artists you also have you have to go through a lot of stages of practice and understanding art to go back to the really really simple callen schwab here check out look at this um, that's so cool yeah because that because i've all I've, really cool and i've seen a lot of poured art but this i mean no, this, this takes very pl- different exactly he, like, like this, up takes... this crazy bike thing and he he pours it and he kind of lets it all like naturally happen but his whole thing is he keeps calling it fake art because that's what everyone else calls it and in doing so it makes it so much more art which is so crazy because i'm thinking now about the idea of if is your art legitimate is it real is it actually art it's like this guy is just pouring paint onto a canvas in a really cool awesome way we'll link to this i i would love to link to this and everyone is like calling it fake art he's calling it fake art his opening is called fake art and it's not fake it's just different and i find it extremely beautiful and when I go and try and do something like that to look nonchalant, it looks so bad, right? Like, because like, that's the thing. Again, you have to go through all of this still stuff skill too in this kind of stuff. And, and what it is yeah. is both skill, practice, and vision. Because mm-hmm. you need to have the vision and the idea. You have to have the skill to 
both uh, execute and to like see colors and all that stuff and then all the practice to actually achieve that idea and that's mm-hmm. not nothing it's like i have friends who uh, are experimenting with just like the acrylic pores where you just like tip a mug yep upside down and i almost want to try to remove the word just in that sentence because yep. that's not what i meant but like where you no i think and, that's important yeah it's like that's what a lot of people say you just pour it you put a whole bunch of paint into a cup and poured it out but it's like no i've seen a whole bunch of people doing that some of them are not good like i don't find them attractive or good and then there's other ones that are really good so it's like why is this one so much better than that one it's yeah like, and well, some of it is luck but most of it is like technique and practice yeah, yeah. and it's the idea, the idea of like putting in the light the right amount of light colors to like have light and depth in it and not just like a big muddy mess right and it's just it's amazing and thinking and i guess my transition here from all of the other discussion was the idea of is this fake art is this just going through the motions is your, or is, is your it thought real? here if i did it it doesn't count <laughs> what do you mean? No, because I, I think a lot of people sometimes get stuck in that mindset of like, well, if I could do it, then it can't have been that hard. Yeah. And it can't have been real and it can't count. It feels a little bit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were also talking about, because you were drawing, like you said, on your iPad and you posted both pictures and stories. We posted a some sort of clementine orange thing. I don't know what, exactly which satsumari fruit you were going for. <laughs> uh, and you painted oranges in a bowl where I just, again, like, then I first I just got offended because they were so good. I was so impressed. Uh, and again, I could see how maybe you could do that thing where like you put so much work into it, but then when you're done, it's easy to think like, well, you can't tell how much effort I put into it because mm-hmm. it just it just looks like a bowl of fruit. Yeah. But it's a really like the, there's the, so many layers. Like it's crazy. So many layers, and the oranges have texture and heft, and it's so cool. And I really like that I got to see a process shot where the bowl is still very much in like the sketch mm-hmm. phase. Like it's still it's. I could almost see it as a finished piece with that contrast of the super abstract, sketchy in bowl and then the very realistic oranges. Oh, good. And you're giving me an excuse to stop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to see what you do with the bowl with the shine. But you know what I mean? But, but, um, and you were like, oh, but it's cheating. And I don't know what part of that is the instinct that a lot of people have to just immediately it was go. I was using layers. I felt a little cheaty. But I and know like, that that's oh, no, how I use the brush. It's, I, it's just, I use the brush. It's nothing. But you still have to. A, wonder if there is a brush. Uh, B, have the vision of what you're looking for. Find the brush and then use it. Right. And yeah, in some ways it's, I mean, in a lot of ways it's easier than oils. I see that. But well, you st- I did discover a fan brush recently and I was like, whoa, look what this does. I've been putting in all this effort and this but brush But you still does it. need to be able to draw and oh, experiment. No, and I appreciate. And like, it's not fake, Tiff. It's not <laughs> cheating. Cheating would have been if you do that thing where like, I put on the oil painting filter on this picture. Now I'm going to sell it as prints at Ikea. Woohoo. <laughs> but even that, that is that really cheating? Because someone had the idea to do it? I don't know. Like, yeah. Right? But, like, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not cheating to be like, oh, I can erase this. Yeah. And, not- and I just need to say, I follow and love so many digital artists. And a lot of times I'm, I'm like, I can't even believe that they did that. It looks so good and i just salivate over their talent and See, yet when i you do don't it for think that digital reason, art is like, fake or cheating you just I if i can do I it, 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 it yes yeah. like, i'm, I'm cheating i don't know why that feels like that like i don't know i'm like i'm a fraud i use layers like <laughs> it's, but it's not because i don't think other people that use layers are a fraud i think like wow look at them they can really use this program they know how to use it they are a really deep artist that they can like manipulate all these different things and i'm fascinated by it and i don't i i see them as having a very high skill and not cheating 
but yeah when i do it i'm like i think it is that thing i'm like if i can do it it can't be that hard and and also it doesn't count because clearly i'm not an artist and i feel like i need to i don't know uh set something in your you don't have a fitbit but something like so that every time you say something like that it zaps you oh, and you need no. to like pavlov you out of this this attitude i don't think that's gonna end well i feel like I, that's happening on this couch right now because you're looking at me and i keep looking away i'm like i can't I'll yeah like, uh, tiff, my toe. tiff threatened <laughs> me at the beginning before we recorded like she's like i'm gonna look you intensely in the eye but now she's freaking out no, which is I'm, very satisfying i'm all in a little ball of hiding yeah <laughs> i don't know p- part of me and it's it's funny because part of me has that feeling of like I want to make you say I'm an artist I want to make you say I'm good and I feel to me next year (laughs) I I feel like I don't feel like Robin Williams or something like say it over and over again say it louder yell it yell it out the window because and at the same time I would never say because obviously I'm not an artist Tiff is Tiff is good (laughs) we we were joking earlier that because uh I think you and I are like three months apart in age but there's a, a year break mm-hmm. in there so I'm like well I'm older than Tiff so while I feel <laughs> that Tiff is more of a grown-up than I am because she has a kid I don't know this doesn't make sense at all but mentally at the same time I'm like so can I be your big sister and yell at you <laughs> with this like are you gonna like noogie me into artistic <laughs> acceptance yes yes I am I'm gonna give you like weird pinchy uh, <laughs> pinchy bruises all over. <laughs> Pay me down and threaten to spit in my face until I say it. <laughs> I'm I gonna, totally didn't do that to my brother. I'm so sorry, Ryan. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make you wear a big ugly T-shirt that says "I'm an artist" until you say it. <laughs> and prance me down like through the groove and make everyone. See, yeah. Oh gosh, this is. <sighs> I had to use the bathroom. Never come out. <laughs> all right. I I think I kind of came to the realization that. When someone pays you a compliment about your art, it's really, for me, it's, this is very, it's hard to hear and it's hard to accept and it's hard to be gracious about it. But it's like when someone tells you you're good at a sport or. uh, I wouldn't know about that, but I trust you. (laughs) Then you can be like, yes, I am good because it's, it's quantitative. There is good and there is bad. Like you score well or you don't, you can physically perform this thing or you can't. You lift it, you reach it, you. Right. It's like, like it's another, another inch of of jumping or whatever. Yeah. When someone says you're good at golf and you can be like, yeah, I know. Cause um, I have a killer swing and it's, and you can see that and, and you can measure this with art. There's just so much, like there's so much objection to it. Objection. Uh, objectification what is it uh oh there's so much objectability <laughs> what am i trying to say you can say no. <laughs> no but i get what you mean like it's yeah. it's subjective in a way different because you can be like people can di- sometimes even disagree on like what makes someone a good baseball player or something mm-hmm. but you still can agree like he hits the ball a lot yeah <laughs> and it goes far and he has good form or whatever but with art i often feel like that with writing even more than other things because like I can be like oh I'm I'm I was gonna say like but but I would say like oh I'm good at drawing in that I can most of the time make things mm-hmm. look in a way that people understand what it's supposed to be and in a way that I am at least six and a half out of ten happy with it you know but not necessarily like oh I'm an amazing painter but like I can say I'm good at it but with writing I'm always I'm often like okay well I I do think I'm a good writer but what do we mean by good writing mm-hmm. is it something that conveys an idea or conveys a feeling or not just conveys a feeling, but evokes a feeling? Is it something with a lot of adjectives or few adjectives? Like, And it's the same with painting. We're like, well, is, is the point to just have it look super realistic? 
uh, is the point of pottery to make the biggest thing or the tallest thing or the straightest thing Mm -hmm. or the smallest thing or the thinnest thing like or to or is the the object of art to have your own voice Mm -hmm. like we've been talking about like can you be a good artist if quote-unquote all you're doing is quote-unquote just still lives or whatever it is like Mm -hmm. what if you're an amazing figurative painter but for instance you're not actually a good like uh stylist i guess you'd call it like say you're not good at setting up still lives Mm -hmm. or um your composition is bad exactly (laughs) like maybe because maybe that like you're amazing at painting the things but then the paintings look weird because you're not you know Mm -hmm. like and there are so many weird layers there and on top of that you do get the thing of people in general and i think a lot of women more specifically like we're not socialized to take a compliment we don't know how to do it and when we are actually that's not true because we are socialized we're socialized to do it by you know oh no this old thing or like (laughs) oh no no i'm not like you and i think part of that is to show that like you're a gracious person and you're not full of yourself but that does mean that when you get a compliment on something that really really matters to you it's so hard because I think then we train our brains to be like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, but I'm okay with someone being like, wow, you're really good at math. I'd be like, yeah, I am good at math because I can do math fast. Like, not that I can, but I'm just saying like, that's, but that's the thing. That would, things, that's like, more you, objective because yeah, either you, you can are or do you're it not. or you can't do it. And those compliments, I'm, I'm fine with those. Like, that's okay. <laughs> but I think actually it's interesting now that you mention it. I think with math, you see some people who are like, I'm not, I'm just better than most people, but also since I can do it, it's not actually hard. Mm. You get sometimes, like I see that with certain hyper academic subjects where, because they know so many smarter people than they are. Again, with same as looking a lot of good artists, if you're really, if you are in like the top 10% of math skills, say, you probably know of and or hang out with people who are in the top 2%. And so you're gonna be like, I'm actually not, I'm just slightly better than average. Uh, and because I know math, I'm gonna, I say I know that the top 10% is not just slightly better than average. That is what they are saying about themselves. And it's the same way. If you're getting better at art and interested in art, you're going to see the people who are awesome be like, I'm not actually good at art. But you are because you're better than average and because you care about it. And yeah. Well, but, let's but leave with, it at this. Yeah, but with I'm good but, at golf. <laughs> but again, like with <laughs> but with math, you could be like, well, is, is the me- measure of good at math is the numbers come out right like the code works the table doesn't fall over um and actually objectively i'm not very good at golf <laughs> okay tiff tiff i'm gonna make you say one thing that you are un like um what do you call it equivocally uh, unequivocally unequivocally. Uh, uh, I, I i'm very good unequivocally, at pronouncing words <laughs> unequivocally but also with no uh like modifications or like softenings or no just like say straight up and down i want to hear you say a thing that you think you're good at i'm good at photoshopping people's faces that's good <laughs> that's good thank you no no don't okay i thought you were gonna come up with like a little subheading i can do the same i am good at i'm good at helping other people tell their stories you are good at that and by that we mean that i harass them until they cry uh no (laughs) (laughs) i'm good at crying i have actually in my notes i have in all caps but you're so good because apparently i'm very good at show notes um yeah no i this is hard to hear i just 
we can move on. So our show notes are at relay.fm slash make do. You can find us as at make do pod on Twitter and Instagram and individually at Tiffany Armin and at Julia Scott, S-K-O-T-T. We will be back in a fortnight, probably, unfortunately, not in the same room, mm-hmm. unless we suddenly decide to be super efficient and record four episodes in this hotel room <laughs> after we get some coffee. I need coffee. <laughs> we will be back in a fortnight. Until then, believe in yourself and go make and do. <laughs>